Hello there, sports fans. How are you? Welcome to our podcast. I have no idea how you found us, but that's how that goes. Um, so we're a group of guys. We're playing D&D with our kids, and then it suddenly became D&D dads, beer, dice, somewhere late on a Thursday night. Um, here's what happens. Step into tonight's episode of... Dungeons and Dragons. Welcome from Studio Pots and Pans. Yes, live from Studio Pots and Pans. Tonight is Thursday. Yahoo! Here we go. All right, when we last left off, the party was in dire straits, and Curve was getting his ass handed to him. Uh, Luckily, your dungeon master miscalculated, and he is not quite obliterated. He is merely unconscious. So, Good. <laughs> because you guys are lucky enough to be wearing uh, clothing that grants you resistance to cold damage. So, lucky yeah. for you. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, Curve lies bloodied and uh, battered at the feet of a horde of Yeti. Um, and they just took a turn swiping at him. Uh, and now it's top of the round. And the next person up is Omar. Isn't Yaksa first? Or Omar's first uh, and Yaxa's second. Omar, then Yaxa, yeah. Okay, where are we? Show me, if you don't mind, give me a little recap there. Uh, board. So we've got Pile of Yeti and Curve at the bottom. Yep. Uh, and then over here, you've got Omar. Yep. And then you've got uh, Mal- Malagar here. Uh, no, sorry, uh, that's Casimir. Um, Malagar is here, I believe. No, nope, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. Sorry, Malagar, Casimir, uh, Turgo, Yaxa. Adric, Esmeralda. Uh, and just to reiterate, you've got some conditions up. So everyone that's got white is blessed, as far as I know. Um, maybe not curve anymore because he's unconscious. Right. Uh, and then the dark green and the, the light green, I don't remember what those are. Um, so well, the light green up. is um, he had um, passed without a trace, and uh, Omar right. is invisible. And, oh, it's right. greater, and it's greater invisibility, so he can attack without becoming visible. Oh, would I be in a position to assassinate if they can't see me whatsoever? No, everybody's had a turn. Assassinate okay, works right, okay. before. Right, I thought maybe. But you have, okay. You're going to have a surprise attack every time. You just yeah. shoot and move, shoot and move. You'll have advantage, attack. yeah. yeah All right, advantage. so I'm thinking because um, we got to show them that we mean business mm-hmm. and uh, they have yeah. like curve in front of them, almost like ready to feast on them or something. We got to show them... Uh, Who's boss? So we're pulling out the uh, the dagger of um, many many edges. Perfect. Uh, dagger of, of, of fascinating edges, and uh, we're going to throw it directly at the guy who's in, who's uh, responsible for um, taking curve down. Okay. Letter, yeah, you're within ten feet of a couple letters, like right close to you. So yeah. Go for it. How high up are we on that scaffold? Ten feet above. Oh uh, yeah, you're ten feet above the ground. And they're eighteen feet tall, so you're like I'd eye with them. They're eighteen feet tall, yes. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. I don't know if I communicated the uh, magnitude of what was going on here. Uh-huh. I figured yeah. they're like little chimpanzees. So they're like tiny little ape creatures. They're, yeah, they're pretty big, right? Little monkeys, right? Yeah. Oof. Snow monkeys. 
All right, so I'm going to see if right. I hit. So rain and, rain and steel? Yeah. All right, so. Yeah, so you're rolling with advantage, remember? That's right. So my first one's an 18 plus. Uh, what do I add on that again? I forgot. Um, uh, plus is a d4. So yeah, you add a nine on top. Yeah. So plus five to your decks. So plus five and a d4 on top of whichever oh, wow. d20 is highest. Yeah. Okay. So I got so 18. Roll, roll the two 14. d20s first. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So pick the 18. So 18 plus right, so five. Twenty-three plus a D a D four, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Twenty-five. Yeah, absolutely hitting. Okay. Now we're figuring out how many blades came out, right? Yeah. So, so for that two, one, I think it was two D four. Two D fours, yeah. Uh, All right, we got one and three. We got so we got four coming out. All right. Four all together, uh, and the damage on that was one D four plus six. Per, um, but you'll also get uh, sneak attack damage on top of all that. So, right. uh, which is another five or four d six for you. Five d six now. Five d six level ten. Sneak right attack. Yeah. yeah. So one one d four plus six. You say? So um, multiply four times one d four plus six. Like so, roll the d four. Yeah. So we got three. Plus six is nine times four, so thirty-six plus okay. four plus five d six. So thirty-six plus ten, forty-six, forty-seven, forty-eight, forty-nine, fifty, fifty-one, fifty-two, fifty-three, fifty-four, fifty-five, fifty-six, fifty-seven. Holy cow! That's all, all right. That's all right. All right. So you you reach you reach into your invisible pocket uh, and pull this what appears to be a single dagger, whipping it as hard as you can from ten feet off the ground. Everyone around you watches this blade kind of splits into four different shards of steel and <laughs> stabs into the, one of the creatures nearest to you, uh, dealing 57. Wow. Uh, Best dagger in the world. Yeah. You hear it kind of like turn around and <laughs> like look at you directly. So you've got his attention. So I'm invisible. invisible still. He doesn't even know where the hell it came from. Well, he knows which side it hit him on. And Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't see it. That's no. good. Yeah. Um, Okay. Uh, is that everything? There's six standing. One of them um, is one of them is grievously wounded, uh, and they're yeah, they're all actually pretty beat up at this point, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so no, I'm just gonna stay put because I'm invisible anyway. So. Okay. All right. Oh, uh, yeah, so you're up. Okay. <clears throat> I am going to cast uh, Wall of Force, and I'm going to, um, so I have 10 times 10 by 10 panels. So what I would like to do is do- uh, Want me to close the doors, babe? A 10 by 10 square, 20 feet high with a lid. So I think if you were to use all the space, I could do 11 by 10. 11 by 11 by 11 by 11, 20 feet high with a lid. That covers off the uh, 100 square feet or, or 1,000 square feet. Oh, yeah. But I call it 10 by 10, 20 feet high. That should be good to go. And what I would like to do is uh, do a box around those four that are just to the south. 
And one of the roof. So 20, so 20 feet high. Four sides, 20 feet high with a lid. <laughs> Good. Perfect. I like the lid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no climbing um, out. And so, uh, and no one falling of, in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, one of the things is you can form the hemisphere uh, dome or radius up to 10 feet, uh, shape flat surfaces. Da, 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 yep. Each panel almost mm -hmm. contiguous with the other. If Made the wall, invisible. If the the lack uh, if the wall cuts through a creature space when it appears, the creature is pushed to one side of the wall. Your choice, which mm -hmm. side. So what I'd like to do is encapsulate four of them in a cylinder box or square tower box. Hey, who's making Omar invisible? Uh, Keith, like, or uh, what is it? Is it uh, Yaxa? I believe. And I'm doing it again. Yeah, that's concentration. So you are now visible, my friend. Fuck, sorry about that. All right. So Oops. you only get sneak attack on ones that have uh, that are engaged, which is at this point none of them because curve is well. I guess <clears throat> I guess two of them are engaged with curve, but he's conscious. Right. Okay. So you're building blocks around these guys. Sure. Okay. Sorry about that, Omar. It's all right. I think I did this last time. You were spider climbing across the wall, and I built across the ceiling, and I built it, and then you dropped. I did drop. Yeah, and I took a bit of a hit. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> All this just increases our odds. So uh, um, mm. you watch as Yaxa kind of uh, reaches for a little focus and mumbles some words. And then immediately this shimmering wall just yeah. bursts out of the snow, kind of just blasting around the floor of the Yeti. Uh, and you see them kind of just pounding on it like mimes. <laughs> Don't know what they're doing. They're just smacking against the walls. Pretty easy. Perfect. That's what we need. Okay, hard part done, maybe. Do you want to move Yaxa before? Um, I one. Where is two, he again? One, two, is he safe? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So I'm fifty feet away. I'm good. I'll I'll stay right there. This wall extends upwards, right? And you've consumed basically all of the surface area by yeah. creating a five-sided cube? Four-sided. So 10 by 10 by 10 by 10 square, 20 feet you high. You capped it. You capped with it. A, with a lid, yeah. So essentially, that's nine, nine 10 by 10 panels to build the tower, if that makes sense, right? So it's a yeah. 10 by 10 box that goes up 20 feet with a lid. That's nine sides. Because I have 10, 10 by 10 panels to build my wall with, and they all have to be connected. Okay. That's the surface area that I have. So, yeah. So That's this is I'm... like you, you put a cup on top of them. Yeah, a square cup. All right. Okay, is that so... uh, everything? I, that after I do that, I'm going to say, 
Well, that increases the odds. Someone wake mm -hmm. up curve. <laughs> All right, Malagar, you're up. Esmeralda is on deck. Okay, um, bonus action. Malagar is going to mumble some words and conjure his uh, spirit totem. Uh, healing spirit on top of curve. And it's going to be a uh, kind of a, a glowing bear transparent beast looking thing that's kind of red and almost looks like it's on fire but it's transparent i've never said this to another man before but i have microphone envy <laughs> i know yeah it's pretty pretty crisp eh? yeah. is it good yeah. oh good pretty good oh wow um, that's just awesome it's our, our uh, radio dj uh sponsor voice right there yeah. do, you, do you have a setting that gives you like a sexy voice well, I can eat the mic and that'll get it better. <laughs> I cast Golden Bear. <laughs> so that, um, oh, awesome. Spirit Totem is, um, that gives him a 1d6 health hit right away. Okay. So is so that enough to pop him? Roll it and stand up, I suppose, yeah. Erect. I think he's still, he's still down if he, <laughs> if he, uh, do I roll the d6 or does he? Thank you, dude. Oh, uh, that's three points. Perfect. Yeah, so that would bring him to his feet. Yeah. Thank you, one and all. So, how, how many points were you below zero, Brent? Uh, well, I was down like 30, I think, below zero. Yeah. But so, it's not counted. Did that properly? We're assuming it all happened at once, even though they would have been taking turns. Uh. So, you know, whatever. Technically, you would have been making death saves for probably a few of those hits, but I'll just mm -hmm. assume that there is like a swarm of fists and all this down just dealt simultaneously mm. for the sake of not complicating things when you're drunk. Yes. <laughs> Three um, glorious hit points. So that was my bonus action just to pop him up. Um, I'm going to make two attacks on, um, <clears throat> I guess, the closest one. Yeah, you can only attack two of these now, right? Because nothing can come in or out of the wall. Force. Correct. Yeah. So the one that's looks like engaged with curve. Okay. So uh, first attack. Uh, Twenty-two to hit. Yeah, that hits. And where's my D eight? Where is my D eight? Uh, that is. That's a D10. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm rusty after a week. Yeah. There's a D8. Okay. Uh, four plus six, ten. All right. So that was first. And second attack. Uh, that is a 15 to hit. I don't think that hits. Uh, that does hit. Oh, okay. And then we have 1d4 plus 4. That is 7 more damage. That's it for my attacks. And, and then I'd like to move. Uh, down south towards um, Yaxa. If I, however far I can get uh, down. Away from yeah, battle. Top of the wall. You have to go across the wall, right? 
yeah, follow the scaffold down and then trying to get down to ground level. So south, south, south is this way. Yeah, like like back this way. Yeah, I'm trying to get distance so. away from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's your uh, so thirty? Yeah. Yeah, I'm thirty. Good, thank you. So, uh, Malagar, nice. Um, Malagar lost one of the uh, uh, the healing cubes on him because he was linked. Um, <clears throat> what was it like a hero spell or something? To uh, I had a I had a warding bond. Um, yeah, that was a plus one AC, so that's gone. Oh, there, yeah, the warding bond, and then it was like. Um, you were to take like half damage. It was like the uh, armor had tinged, but it was a connected oh. curve, and he dropped. Resist all damage. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's gone. That's that. That should wrap me up for my turn. That's good. Okay. Nice. Uh, Esmeralda's up, and Adric is on deck. Oh uh, yeah, doing better. Okay. Doing better for sure. I don't know if this is appropriate, but this is a tomato that we got. It's a real yeah. tomato? Yeah. Yikes. Uh, Where'd you get the sunglasses? Isn't that weird? <laughs> That's quite fitting, though, eh? The sunglasses. Yeah. Where'd you find those? Oh. I'm creative. <laughs> Did you grow that on the rooftop? No, I just cut them out of cardboard because I thought it looked hilarious. No, I mean oh. your tomato. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Grew the sunglasses. Grew the sunglasses. Oh, no, the tomatoes, they <laughs> came the in the package. <laughs> uh, okay, you didn't grow them. All right. We haven't even really been drinking yet tonight. But it's funny how they would sell you a tomato like that. You know what I mean? Like normally they got to look good, you know. They charge four times the price if they have sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, well, this is it. it costs I was looking for really good. Sunglasses on them. Huh. And this break brought to you by BC Hot House. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on our sponsorship. Really good. <laughs> So she's just gonna uh, with the lightning bolt, um, and these two. Well, let's see. She... It'll have to be the two that are outside of the box because nothing's going through in or out. Yeah, but I'm just trying to get an angle where it doesn't get curved. So if he goes like that, I think, and she hits that one, then it misses him. He's still prone. He's on the ground, so he hasn't stood up yet. If that helps. Sure. Fair enough. Okay. Um, they each have to make eight. Yeah. Uh, 14 and no. Yeah. What? Sure. You don't want it? I. Oh, I like how uh, Mark's door looks like it's in the middle of the forest. With the trees and the plants and it's like yeah. Narnia. It's like Narnia. <laughs> totally awesome. You watch uh you watch as a, a bolt of lightning just kind of rips out of the tip of Esmeralda's sword as she points it towards him and just <laughs> rips across the sky. Uh towards the two standing right above the curve. Um giving 30 hit points to each. Um, nice. One nice. of them dropping immediately and the other. Oh. One. 
Did it, does it look like that? <laughs> I like that. The other one, uh, like he just stuck his finger in the electrical outlet, uh, and you see some smoke plumes kind of like drifting out of his ears. Um, okay, no, are you, Adric? You're up. Turgo's on deck. Okay, I will. All Thank right. Uh, so 25 feet running uh, east towards curve. There, you can move me. I was I there or was I by the front? No, right I was that one. Yeah, I was that one. Okay, so can I get around? Or five, so you can get to about there. Okay. And does that put me within 60 feet of curve? In all of your dwarven speediness. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think it does. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, you're 40 feet away. Perfect. Okay. So with the uh, mace tubulant carnage, I'm going to use its ability to heal once a day. I'm within 60 feet and I can point it right at curve. So he takes 70 hit points. There you go. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's his, it's got some tricks, um, but that's my Seriously. once a day with it. Yeah. That's so I didn't, awesome. have, I didn't have to burn a spell for it either. So he's Zero. up. 73. 73. Yep. Uh, last thing, bonus action, spiritual weapon. I'm going to drop it right on top of the other one if I can. The other one what? Uh, or sorry, the uh, bad guy. And does it get to hit on its first one, or is it just summoned? I can never remember it's this. Spell, man. I know. Work. I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then it then it hits. Then it hits for sure. It's automatically a double damage when I use bonus action. <laughs> yeah. Bonus action. Yeah, it is on your turn. Oh, you can move it up to yeah. So within creature within five feet. Uh, force damage 1d8 plus your spell casting. So I got to roll to hit. Uh, that's a two. Nope. No way. <laughs> so it's, it's floating out there. So there's a giant spectral mace floating above okay. that guy. Just I don't know. Like every, time you say, every time you say spiritual weapon, I think of a big a giant lollipop. Giant lollipop, yeah. Not critical role. We're totally different. <laughs> like I am scarred. Schmidical yep. schmoll. Yep. Okay, okay, so that's it for me. Okay. Uh, Turgo, you're up. Casimir's on deck. Okay. All right. I am going to use bonus action, um, brand new spell, uh, lightning arrow. Ooh, nice. Which is going to change nice. my ranged weapon attack into a bloody lightning bolt. Freaking awesome. You should teach um, me that one. Target takes uh, 80, eight, uh, 48 lightning damage on a hit. Half on a miss. They do a dexterity saving throw. Hit or a miss. Um, creatures within to Okay, it's only one guy. Only you can't teach it to you. He found it written on a dumpster out behind the building. <laughs> what? Okay. Anyways. And then, so my action then is to fire my mighty crossbow at okay. last man standing uh, on the other side of the box there. And let this lightning thing go. So 14 plus 7 is 21. That is 21, 21 hits. Um, so is that one target? One target? What? Well, yep. Okay. Um, he does a dex. Oh, no. Um, okay. So the target takes 4d8 lightning damage on a hit, half as much on a miss. So I hit. So he takes 48. So there's no dex save? No. Okay. 
Um, 48, 4 plus 8, 2, 10, 16. Um, instead of the weapons, normal damage. So 16. That's That was kind of weak. Whether you hit or miss, each creature within 10 feet of the target takes a dexterity saving throw. Each of these creatures takes 2d8 on a failed save, half as much on a successful one. Okay. Okay, so anything within the vicinity has to make the save, but the target gets. Okay. So he's the only one, anyways, though, because it's all four, so. And it depends, I guess, curve is what? He is he 10 oh, feet away? 10 feet, yeah. So he'll have to make the deck save. Shit. That's and what's okay. this? Uh, it does, what is this thing again? This the spectral totem. totem. That's a healing spirit. So what does that do once it's healed? Um, so it stays, it's concentration. Um, anytime somebody moves through the space that it occupies, they gain 1d6 healing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I can move it with a bonus. Um, all right, then curve make the deck save. You have to beat okay. 15. I can do that. I cannot do that. Nope. Six. Create. Yep. Six. Six lightning damage. Sorry. Oh, six. Oh, that's okay. I got 73, so I'm, I can take a little damage. So what are the, uh, what are the damage to the other Yeti? Um, was it 16? I thought that was going to be a little bit more dramatic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was supposed yeah, to be 46. So once again, you zap him with a bolt. Uh, see some smoke kind of like... Okay, well, I just rolled again burner. and it was much more exciting, but yeah. 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 All right. Uh, Turgo, that's everything? Um, yeah, I'm going to stay at half cover around that corner. Ten. Fireball, that's a weird. Whatever. Just gonna throw a dagger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> oh, it's a very accurate dagger. Way to go. Nice. Grabbing a beer. Not, a, not as cool as uh, Omar's dagger. Mm, daggers. Over eight. Yeah. Eight hit points. Um, and this is a very well-placed dagger, however, though you see it kind of like spiral and jackknife and, um, and it smacks right in the forehead of this Yeti. I kind of like, he just threw it up in the air and you see this knife just sticking out and the thing's kind of swatting at it and screaming. Um, curve, Ouch. you're up. Curve is up. Perfect. Curve is uh, up. Curve is we got a dancing Yeti right now. Yeah. Uh, providing a lot of entertainment for us right in front oh so yeah. he's dancing so if i don't i don't hit him right if i hit him it breaks it or 
No, he's, no, no, no. He got hit in was, the forehead with a. Was, oh, yeah. He's doing okay. a. Uh, I got a, a knife in the forehead dance right now. He's, I was quite entertaining for the rest of us. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so I got two attacks. I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to get out of dodge. I'm, in, I'm, I'm impressed. Curve. I would have. Yeah. Up. Well, I got. I got one trick to back up, but I want to do some damage first. Uh, so an 18 and a 26. Those both hit. Both hit. Perfect. Uh, 2d6. Uh, plus 6. Uh, so 13 on the first one. And uh, uh, 17 on the second one. So 30 damage. Hmm. Nice. How do you want to do this? Oh, perfect. Hamstring. Just go right for the leg in front. And try to like. You always hey, cut your knees. I, got, I, got, I do because he's like he's right. It's tall, right? So you can go. Uh, yeah. There you go. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. So with your flaming sword, you whirl around and kind of spin, and slice to the back of the knee, uh, and drop this creature right down in front of you. Um, and as it falls, it kind of just kind of hands forward. Um, yeah. And just punching into the snow, uh, and you see it kind of just, and as it yeah. falls in the snow, it easily kind of like smacks down about a foot, just mm. on the snow, kind of like drifts up. So you, um, uh, and you, you see, you see the other yetis kind of like looking at this as it happens. Okay. And noticing that it kind of punched down. So, your turn. Anything okay. else? Uh, I'm just gonna move like uh, twenty feet, the movement east. Or no, I had to stand up prone so i only have 15 right yeah uh east yeah, is so, towards or sorry the, west yeah. yeah go west to the other guys hopefully get some west. help that way okay. there we go that's your turn all right remaining yeti's turn there are four still um and they were watching you kind of uh beat on their comrades um, one of them fell down and you guys watches the yeti kind of like one of them just you see them sort of like pushing against the, the walls and then turning towards each other. And you can't really hear it because it's sort of like muffled from where they are, but you sort of get this um, And you watch them kind of like crouch down and you see one just punch down and his fist goes easily five feet into the ground. And then he kind of like pulls up some snow and they start just clawing at the ground. Away from us? Digging down into the snow. But towards us or away? Oh, they're going down. 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 Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Okay, gentlemen. What are we doing? <laughs> Let's throw a bomb I, at him. I'm going to yeah. start moving closer and say, we have to get out of here really quick. First question, Omar, where is your dagger? It's right back in my pocket. It comes right oh, back. it comes back? It's okay. Right back. It's magic. It's magical. Let's Whew. get the let's get yeah. the carts. We have like thirty right. seconds before these guys are going to bounce. Okay. What do you guys think? Like, I'm I'm just saying. I, I think they well, were pretty it, bloodied, it, weren't they? Yeah, I think. You want me injured. to release this, like, or the like? They'll come out one at a time, and we'll. No, uh, well, I got one question. Though. If we bounce your um, your walls, do they come down, or can we? Can you? We split and then bring the I, walls down, like a couple miles down the road. When we're 120 feet away, galloping in another direction, it'll disappear. Okay. And you said, uh, yeah, we have. I have a I have a spell that'll kick up our horse speed, but um, 
we have to act right now. Like we either wait for these guys to dig a hole and come out one at a time and try and finish them all off. Mm. Or I, I can yeah. cast wall of force again and try and capture two of them and then we can kill two and let them that's, out that way. That's more than six words. Yeah. <laughs> would, hey, would my pipes of haunting work uh, in any great way right now? Like two. Uh, those give like disadvantage, don't they? So He's not all right. Okay. Yeah. I think I think Adric's gonna start moving towards the middle, and he says, "If we form up on the before the bridge, um, I can use a blade barrier too. Let's let's let them come out, and we all hold an action to drop on them when they come out from the side, and we'll pick them off one by one climbing out." So if you want to, you want to stick around and, and I take say care we, of these guys. I say we finish it. Yeah. Are the guys inside? They have a lot of like. They're not that injured, are they? Or are they, are they pretty bloodied up? Uh, yeah, you've you've done some done some damage for sure. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, if you guys want to stick around, mm-hmm. we could do that. Hey. Why don't we take Why don't we take a round to like we'll move towards the uh, north, kind of like. At this point, one of them is actually. Dug far enough underneath to get onto the other side, uh, and you can see the hands kind of just <laughs> piercing up from the snow on the. So he's coming underneath. Yeah, he's on. He's he's on his way up. Which side? Which side? Everybody Close, closest to curve. Closest to curve. So everybody do a, a semicircle, uh, fifteen feet away from the the cube, and mm-hmm. get ready to fire. Okay. Quick, quick. So yeah. yeah. So we can get around to move into place, right? A semicircle, fifteen feet off where he's coming out. Got to be further back, guys. That uh, don't well, forget still, that freezing ray. I mean, this uh, is on on their turn, right? So they would have gotten. Well, how some, long did how long did they? Some how movement. fast so they cook? By the end of their turn, one of them is going to be outside. Okay. Okay. So that this is, is fucking fast. <laughs> that is really fast. Well, you spent the last 10 minutes talking about what you're going to do. I mean, That's they're fair. not just going to sit there waiting for you. You know it's what? Fine. That Hightail high, uh, comment here is if we would have acted a little quicker, it might have been, would have been interesting just to see what we they would are, have done if we would have We are it. engaged. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now we're back in. So, so, all right, let's do so it. So at this point, one of them is outside. The rest of them are still clambering out. And it's Omar's turn. Where are you going? Um, do we, if he, can I just ask a quick question? If they're, uh, in the process of cook, uh, cook, uh, digging out, and they didn't do that in six seconds, then we were out of melee, right? Like we we could all be ready in a semicircle, waiting for him to come out, and then we could all get a shot, right? No, no, no. It's kind of jumping around time. Like, I mean, it, it took it. So some of them failed their strength saves, so they didn't all make it out in one round, mm, right? Yeah. So one of them was able to get out, and then. Okay. All right. So next, next. I did it in six seconds. What are you saying? Yeah. Well, that's that's how the the yeah. rounds are so fast. That is so, really fast one, digging. Two. Okay. But that's I mean, okay. if you think about it, that's why I asked you. It's like putting a cup, right? So I didn't have to really dig down that far. No, so you could get under the cup, the wall of it, dig out. Because yeah. it's in it's in soft ground, right? Like snow. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. how fast can you dig down in snow? Like, you, and they're they're twenty feet. Tall, with massive hands. And they can... Tower. Okay. All right. That's okay, though. Uh, we get them out one at a time. If it was like stone or, or dirt or something, yeah, it would have trapped them for sure, but it's soft ground. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll, I, we'll I can't go. move a, sto- uh, a wall of force, can I? No, I don't think so. 
Adric still got a trick. Boost turn. Okay. So yeah. I'm I'm just gonna like uh, basically try to cut them down to size a little more. Um, I'm still I'm still in a really good position. I'm I'm up high. Mm-hmm. I'm not invisible, but um, I believe I still have a sneak attack position. So what I'm gonna do is uh, the, there are two standing right. The, the the other ones are still in the wall. So the the one guy that just popped out of the ground. Mm-hmm. So you you're not hidden at the moment, but if you try to hide first and you succeed, then you'll okay. have advantage. Okay, not, I didn't realize that. All right. With okay, so I'm gonna try to you're hide. Sort of on the other side, not not paying attention. Okay. okay. Like, yeah, All, right. All right. Seventeen plus. I always forget what I got to add. Uh, is it Dex again? Yeah, uh, your your oh, your short bow is eight. So eleven is your uh, stealth bonus. So seventeen. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. All right. So you're very hidden. Yeah, okay. Right. Perfect. So, uh, short bow, silver arrow, um, buddy coming out of the ground. Okay. And, so you uh, get plus eight, plus eight to this attack roll. Okay. And then your damage is one d six plus five. Uh, which so might be thirteen. Diff- no, it's not different. Sorry, go for it. No. Yeah, thirteen plus eight. Twenty-one. That hits for sure. Okay. And then you said 1d6 six plus six. Oh, plus, plus five, five is my short bow. Yeah. So it's 66 plus five. What's that? Because you're, you're, it's a sneak attack, right? Right. So you should have rolled with advantage. Sorry, I forgot about that, but you hit him anyway, okay. so whatever. Okay. I mean, you can roll, roll it to see if you get a 20. Okay. And, yeah. Okay. So you hit him 66 plus five. That's a lot of d6. Yeah. 66, eh? Jeez. All right. Let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six. On uh, seven, eleven. No. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we got five plus eight. Okay, twenty-three plus eight. You said. Uh, plus five. Twenty-three. So twenty, twenty-eight total. Nice. Right. Not bad. Okay. Nice, nice. Uh, okay, yeah. So you see uh, this arrow kind of just raining down from the sky um, and pegging the one that's standing outside of this box of force. Oh, this wall, yeah, this box of force, slamming right into his collarbone, and you hear it just shrieking, <laughs> swatting at the arrow, snapping it off. Uh, and then he kind of turns. Uh, he turns to face the direction that the arrow came in. Uh, right. You can see you. Um, Right. He he uh, has he stepped out out of the hole that he dug through. He's standing beside the wall of force. Okay, and so there's a hole where he stepped out of that goes into the. Mm. What's that? There's a hole that he. I mean, obviously, he's a pretty large hole that is now a tunnel going in and out. Yep. The dog. Yeah. The dog dug under the fence. Right, and a very big dog at that. Yeah, I like where you're going, uh, though. Yep. Um, okay, so uh, I'm going to uh, step forward uh, 15 feet. So towards yep. the group that way? Yep. And I am going to shoot a fireball into the hole, into the box. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's have it. Um, Pull the pin on the grenade and yep. shove it in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. 
where they get they get uh, dex rolls, right? I and we have ten d six coming down. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. All right, 12 and 4 is 16, and 6 is 22. This might be the end of it right here. 8, 8, 12, 8, 12. 44. That's pretty good. Right. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, Did they save? No. The big no, explosion of fire and a, the yeah. cube suddenly. And these yeah. are ice people. Doesn't like fire do like something extra to them? Like, like make them scared or fired or fired up There's, or on fire? Or? Uh, they're they're not fans of fire, but as far as damaging, do they melt? Do they them. melt? Well, why don't you ask Turgo <laughs> to cast Beast Sense or whatever that spell that tells you what they do is? I think we did already. I don't remember. <laughs> I didn't read that part. I didn't. Oh. I didn't re-listen to that part. I just listened yeah. to the last five you minutes see, of dead silence. You see a <laughs> doubt of flame erupt from Yax's hands and kind of caram towards this uh, gash that's been carved into the snow by one of the yeti that escaped. Um, and this this flame just kind of like <laughs> kind of pours into this wall of force, uh, and it's almost like everything in there was in a blender. And these flames just <laughs> you see them. <laughs> Uh, smacking against the, uh, the walls. So <laughs> as, awesome. As you gross <laughs> them alive like bugs in a jar. Um, <laughs> but they stand. Uh, they stand and they're furious. Perfect. At um, awesome. Yeah. I love it. They're bugs in a jar. Put a little gasoline <laughs> in there and drop a mat. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, nicely done. Malagar, uh, unless there's anything else to exit. Um, nope. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Malagar's up. Esmeralda's on deck. Okay. Uh, Malagar's going to move uh, six squares towards Yaxa left. Uh, so west. Yep. Kind of right there. Perfect. And I am right, like, dead to right into the back of that uh, guy with the hat. Yep. Could I make that an attack with advantage? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Um... Yeah, so he's close enough to a curve. Okay. Uh, so he was, he was actually he was actually looking at uh, um, Omar, where the arrow came from. He's looking that direction. Yeah. Okay, and uh, so that'll be two attacks with my longbow. Eight. Uh, oh, we are blessed still. Uh, yes. Uh, I haven't broken uh, concentration yet. 25 on the first hit. Attack. What? I was going to say, if you attack from behind, you are an unseen attacker, aren't you? What does that mean? Well, an unseen attacker has advantage. Oh. I thought it was an. Yeah. I mean, like the, point, the point of the invisibility spell is that you become unseen. So. Hmm. so you would have an advantage if you attack from behind and they can't see you, and then not, they, don't, they don't see you, then you have advantage. I was thinking like so, flanking, flanking yeah, rules kind of anyways, idea. Anyways, same thing. Let's work. Same thing. No, that's what I'm saying. This is this is 
Yeah, same result, but a different <clears throat> case. Yeah, so whatever. Here, oh. go ahead. Okay. So first attack hit. Lord. That guy is caught. And so that is an a D4 uh 2028 20, for the second one. Those are definitely hitting. And why are Ashley Johnson's die rolls always cocked? She's like the only player in the whole show. Because she doesn't like to math. Yeah, she's <laughs> yeah. Kind of how, 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 how does she time? Dice work? box with like wobbles to it. Yeah, like round set five. Yeah. I guess. Well, like a plate. Well, there's, yeah, definitely. There's um, the frosted dice, at least from Chessex. Or if your edges aren't sharp, they don't like stop rolling very uh, quick. So it's annoying. Some of them are even like more rounded. Nine plus eight, 17 damage. Uh, 17 piercing damage. All right. Little boy there. Okay. Um, all right. So the arrow. Finds its mark, stabbing and hitting him right between the shoulder blades from behind. <laughs> See him kind of like whipping around. Um, okay. I'm gonna, uh, bonus action, just move the totem yeah. to more of a central location. Um, it has 30 feet of movement. Right, right towards the Yeti. Okay. Sure, let's do that. They don't get it's healed, good, by the way. I choose. Not work on them. Oh, okay. no. It can't, uh, it can't go through the shield. But it can leak down into the hole, can't it? If fireballs can. Well, can't leak over to curve? Is that I, a possibility? Or I well, choose. I choose. Go that way. Who who heals? How, how close do you have to be? I don't know. It, you In have to space. occupy. You have to occupy this the square. So he's he's yeah he's close to curve now. So curve would get another d6. Is that what it is? No, no. In the future, if somebody moves through that totem. They can get the D6, but um, not until they move uh, through it. Okay, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. All right. That's, mm. that's the end of my turn. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, awesome. Yes. Very nice. This, this feels more, uh, more, uh, Positive outcome than the last fight with these guys. <laughs> you guys, we have to take them off one by one before they, as they come out, because if they all get out, where they're big. So yeah, um, huge. Esmeralda is going to uh, sneakily creep up, all invisible like, um, right behind Curve, um, reach up and grab him, and now he's uh, feeling fast, feeling like he's got the juice. Oh. Here's a little boost. <laughs> nice. And you don't know what's happening because you can't see her. And you're like, oh fuck. But all of a sudden you are like Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh wow. and you're hasted. That is awesome. All right. Go get I can those rings. Yep. Go get those rings. Uh, and that's her super turn. jump, super jump, super jump. I'll pull up the uh, spell. I'll do my homework right now. Make sure I know what to do in the spell. Adric is up and Targo is on down. Adric is up. Okay, sorry. Stop playing about curve. Adric moves 25 closer towards that creature. So we're Oh, the we're mace like... can go inside. Yeah, yep. up there. Or down here or up there. Uh down um south, sorry. Where are you? That way. So we're there. Yeah, is he within striking range? Uh or is he still too far? 
Right, yeah, there's five feet between you and the target. So I can't hit him. No, okay, so I'm gonna throw the mace at him. All right. See what it does. Okay, so, and if- Say something to him? <laughs> be like, go feed. And go get fly, him, tiger. Fly hard. Yeah. And so, uh, okay, I rolled a 16. What do I add to that? Because I'm throwing it. Do I still plus get the- dexterity. dexterity. Oh yeah, dexterity plus the black. So uh, I get one for the bless and uh, two. So plus three, so 19. All right, that definitely hits. Um, okay. Look at this mace and kind of shake your head and go, Meh, and yeah. whoosh, rip it. Um, and as you let it fly, you hear this voice, you're a bastard. You didn't bother him when he went for the deer, but okay. <laughs> he's hungry. All um, right. You see this mace just kind of like smash into the back of the, the Yeti and it just like <laughs> sticks there. <laughs> okay. Um, oh. So it did damage. So whatever your damage was. Okay. So here's 2d8 plus four. So that is a big uh, uh, nine damage, but it does also get the um, uh, war priest thing where he gets to the divine strike. He gets to add a D eight onto it on every attack once per okay. turn. So he gets another one. So 10 damage. That's it. That's okay. it. It's like um, a Malagar so, roll. So yeah. The, the all these ones and twos and threes. <laughs> the, mace, the mace flies to the air and yeah, it smacks into it and it just kind of stuck on its back and uh you can see it's all like tangled in its fur and kind of like rolling around and like oh i hate when this happens <laughs> <laughs> and so and now you're gonna, without a weapon he's gonna go he's gonna hold his hand up and say return <laughs> really forceful <laughs> see what climb on back buddy. turns back to that's not how i work that's a different <laughs> story you moron son of a all right. Who do you think well, you are, Luke? Yeah. Yeah, really. All right. Well, at least I'll use my bonus. While I'm standing there uh, weaponless, I'll use my bonus action to uh, use the spiritual weapon to hit it one more time. So uh, that is the uh, attack to hit. So, oh, Jesus. That's a three plus uh, 11. So 14. Oh, plus the D8. Do I get the bless on that too? Yeah. I do? Okay. Four. 14, that's now 15. That hits. That's really? Putting that D4 in the jail. Okay, that one's going to be for tomorrow. Uh, that hits. All right, so D8 uh, plus 11. Uh, that is 14 damage. It did better. The spiritual hammer did more. Well, what's the 11 for? Uh, it's plus your spellcasting ability. Okay. Um, how do you want to do this? Really? Yeah. Come uh, right down on the shoulder blade, like straight down, and just crumple the arm underneath. How's nice. a dwarf going to hit a 20 foot tall thing in the shoulder? Well, no, it's, it's a, a spiritual, spiritual weapon. weapon. It's a floating around. Ah, good God. Yeah. yeah. The, lolly, um, the lollipop. Yeah. So you see a lollipop crawling through the air and just <laughs> also gets stuck. <laughs> right. Uh, and it, it's sticky, so it's sticking to the fur and like trying to. You know, um, okay. Picks them so up you're... and starts shaking them like this and beating them into the ground. <laughs> and this yeah. is a this is a spiritual mace. Is that your? Uh, yeah, it was the weapon? spiritual um, smithing hammer. Okay, so okay, sure. So you, you see this uh, big giant hammer um, 
kind of floating through the air. Uh, and from your vantage point, you hear this, oh, hey, who are you? <laughs> you're kind of you're cute. Uh, yeah. And then it just smashes, <laughs> smashes into the eddy, uh, dropping it, into the ground. My weapons are flirting with each other. Perfect. <laughs> All right. That's it. Uh, That's my turn. Three down. Three down. Uh, oh, Turgo. Uh -huh. Oh, shit. So, um, I am going to um, uh, maybe step five feet to the side with my... Uh, excuse me, cat. There go. Um, I'm going to point at the hole because I'm assuming that the other three are... are uh, uh, getting ready to climb out after the fireball has subsided. And I'm going to um, hold my action, waiting for the body to come out of that hole. Mm. That's good. Um, and I'm going to use the bonus action of uh, casting uh, ensnaring strike and have the crossbow bolt ready to, to fire. So you're holding an ensnaringly stroke stricken arrow? Yep. Okay. So as soon um, as the body comes up, I'm going to let it go. Nice. Okay. Okay, let's not forget that because you're a few few down the road. Uh, okay. So you're waiting. Casimir uh, is up and he is about as useless as they come most of the time. Uh, so he's going to... Why not? Let's, let's hold, hold another dagger. Get the fireball ready, loser. He doesn't have that. He doesn't. Uh, oh, I guess he does. But he's not. He's not. Uh, he's not. Um, he's cast one already on these guys. No, no, but he's he's not the. Uh, the fuck's the word? Yeah, sculpt. Sculptor. So he'll hurt. He'll hurt everybody if he does that. That's why I don't do that. Okay. He should um, fire it right down the hole. He's right in front of it. Well, technically, Adric would get hit because he can hit this, and he's not a sculptor, so he's not. It's just gonna like blow up right there, right? It's clear. What you're saying is he's clearly not as good as Yaxa. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the only thing I'm hearing right now. Right. <laughs> Very in character. Exactly what we're saying. <laughs> That's um, the player character. The player, okay. character, not me, because I'm very generous and you know humble. But uh, curve, curve is up. Curvis hasted. Curvis hasted. First thing he's going to do is run over and pick up that mace off the back of the furry yeti and toss it over to um, Adric. So that's his bonus or his hasted action, I guess. Okay. Um, make a. Make a sleight of hand check. Sure. Uh, nine. <clears throat> okay. uh, you reach out to grab the mace and it kind of skitters away from you. Up and okay. around and off out of your reach. Curve, curve is like going to show to him. He's like, your weapon's fucked. And, uh, and then he's going to move. Where's the next guy popping out? They're all like basically right. Coming out of uh, the top left hand red dice. So they're all going to come out that way. Um, all right. So I'll move my... I'll use some more of my movement to get back over to the totem. Step in that for six more hit points, or, or what is it? Uh, 1d6. So five, five away from you, yeah. Yeah, so I'll do that. 
It gives me another three. I'll take it. And then I'm going to ready an action with the um, the double cross or uh, the um, short bow for when they come sure. out. I'll put two sure. into it. All right. Uh, their turn. Then. All right. So you watch uh, the three readied attackers watch as three giant yetis come uh, kind of clambering out of this, pulling up. Uh, and they're able to, using this hole, climb out uh, and stand about. So they're immediately. All three of them get out in one turn? Well, the first one dug a pretty big hole out, and you also blasted it with a fireball. So, yeah. Mm. So they don't have to make a strength check because the path's already there. And mm. at this that point, they can, kinda, they can kind of just like duck under and step up. Right? Okay. But, get but this is where all our stuff goes. So, uh, Yaxa, you were first, right? Or uh, Turgo. Turgo was first. Okay, so I'm going to let that go on the first guy. Nice. Go for so, it. Cool. Uh, 25. Okay. Nice. 25. So. Staring strike. Do, 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 do. Um, that's. Uh, da, 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 da. Strength saving throw. 16. It's probably not going to help much. You're strong. Eight. A large creature has advantage on the saving throw. Oh, really? Okay. These are enormous, uh, I bet. They're gargantuan. Yeah, they're huge. Um, okay. Better. Okay, so 21, 21, and 23. So, what were they saving against? Oh. That means the vines shrivel away. They do not get restrained. But uh, on the first guy that I hit with the arrow, he did. Um, Nine plus three, 12 plus two is uh, 14 points of damage. 14, okay. Uh, right. So you tag it with an arrow and you see it going, broken arrows. Okay, uh, next up was Casimir. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, Casimir has a held action. Yeah, yeah and then Kirby gets a held action. Um, Yeah, he doesn't want to use a fireball because everyone will get hurt. So he's just gonna put his little dagger, rip it out. Roll the three. The five. His dagger kind of just skitters into the snow. Oh. what are you doing? Uh, I fired off two arrows. They ended up with like a 18 and a 19. So those hit. Yeah, so it was a total arrows, of... Arrows, since when do you shoot arrows? I got a bow. It's just yeah. there. I'm like, not very good with it, though, apparently. I did a total of... 
uh, 10 damage. Wipe the dust off it. <clears throat> yeah. 10 damage. I might... Or we hit the one, I guess, right in front of you. Yeah, the first one that came out. Okay. Anything else, Mr. Hasted? Uh, well, I already used it to try to get the that back. Oh. So that was my extra right. attack. Okay. Okay. Um, All yeah, right. that's about it. Now it is their turn. So they well, have no, crawled they... out. They just moved. All they did was move. Uh, uh, shit. Okay. Dude, they do get to attack you more than once. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Back to where we were before. But there's only three. Okay, so I need everybody to roll uh, constitution saving throws. And when I say everybody, I mean uh, Curve, Esmeralda, Adric, Casimir, and Turgo. Okay. Oh, wait, do dwarves get advantage on this thing? Constitution? Yeah. No? We just have... We just have um... Uh, advantage, or we get to have our constitution bonus plus our proficiency, um, proficiency bonus on constitution. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah, still not enough. Shit. Curve or Adric failed. That's plus eight. I uh, use a luck. Yeah, curve passed the second time. He was 20. Whoa. One. All right. Uh, okay. Sorry. So, what were those? Uh, what were those rolls? Uh, Adric was a total of uh, was that seven, eight, nine. So Adric fails, Esmeralda fails, uh, Turgo. Uh, 23. Uh, 21 for okay. Curve. One for Curve. Okay, so Curve and Turgo saved. So uh, they take half of 55 cold damage. So... Uh, Plus, 20, plus, plus the boots. 27. Plus the, plus the boots resistance. 27, so half again. Uh, so 28, uh, 13. 14. 14. Okay. Um, so they get 14 each, and Esmeralda gets 55 halves, so the 27, and so does Adric. Adric no, I guess they're all wearing cold gear. Yeah, so everybody gets 14. Um, no, sorry. Esmeralda and Adric take 27, the other two right. take 14. Okay. Uh, Love those boots. Yeah, they came in handy. I like your boots. Uh, <laughs> that was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's that voice. Uh, uh, and Malagar are friends. Is it really that so different, that, this microphone? It's one of them. pretty... Uh, yeah, it's got some baritone to it. Yeah, you got like it's almost like the chip. Yeah, anyway, like a suplex. Yeah. 
This yeah, weekend only. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Uh, We're going to sec- sell you the whole seat, but you're only going to need the edge. Second, <laughs> second one turns. Same go ahead. Thing. Say flurry of blows. Say flurry of blows. <laughs> no. I'll save yeah. it. Um, second one turns again uh, and it kind of you see it open its breath and just (sighs) this frigid air kind of like just kind of blows out of its mouth um, kind of making everything in its path kind of crispy and crinkly and frozen and frigid so make that constitution saving throw again the four of you uh, Adric Turgo Curve and Esmeralda and uh, Okay, so that's better. Uh, 17, 18, 19 for curve and uh, 7, 21 uh, for Adric. Okay, save. So Nin- half. 19, 19 for Turgo as well. Okay, so uh, you two each take eight cold damage. Okay. You three, sorry, curve after Turgo. Uh, each go eight cold. Um, Esmeralda takes 15. So, okay, Esmeralda gets 15 as well. Okay, um, and the third one. Backs up a little bit uh, in turns. Yeah, will we have gotten any opportunity attacks with them moving past us and climbing out, Matt? No, no you're not even. You're behind them, like you're looking well, they, towards you. They didn't yeah. move past you. Mm-hmm. But nice try. Well, they did so, come up and around the one, corner and like move. No, they came up in front of you. You guys were all standing in front yeah. of them, waiting for them with yeah. held moves. Like you're, right. you're holding a move. So how do you get an opportunity attack? Yeah, fair enough. Like it's like somebody opens a door and you get an opportunity attack. Well, if they move, if they open the door and then they move past us and out, so three other people can get through the door. They, they just yeah, open, they might... open the door and just stood there watching you, yeah. not moving past you. Okay, one more time. Make that Constitution saving throw. The third one again, exhaling frigid breath. Uh, that is a eighteen nineteen. Again for curve and this one Adric did not pass. Okay. Uh, so curve gets 48 quartered, uh, 24, 12. And Adric gets 24. Oh, wait, yeah, so 24 because you didn't save. We for Adric, 12 for curve. Oh, as well as save one. Wow. So, okay. Here we go. Keith. Okay. Yes. Um, um, I am going to, 
No, Constitution save. Again? This is the third yeah. time? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, 28. Wow. Does it again. All right. 27. 27, sorry. Well, 12. So you, you take 12 altogether, yeah. 12 gold. Jesus H. All right. Now it is Omar's turn. All right. Um, so still kind of up in the side bank. Uh, I'm going to get myself in a sneak attack position. Yeah, they're all looking away from you. Uh, therefore, you are unseen to them. So it's already advantage on your attack. Yeah, ready to go. Okay. All right. So um, kind of limited as far as they're not close enough for the rapier. So I'll just go with the short bow again. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll just uh, throw an arrow in the closest one to me. All right, attack with advantage. Okay. Uh, 11 plus, so it's 11 plus five, right? What's, or, uh, uh, what's the other D20 roll first? Oh, uh, well, yeah, I'll do both here again. 11 and the other one's three, so right. 11, so 11, yep. yeah, 11, 11 plus five. 16 hits for sure. Yeah, cool. So right. 66 plus five. 66. Do it. All right, so. Twenty-six plus six. Three thirty-three. Yeah. Thirty-three. Nice. Thirty-two. Two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the one nearest to you. How do you want to do this? Just describe what your arrow is. So pulling it out of the back, kind of coming up from. I'm um, elevated, and uh, probably face the well. Uh, probably like at eye level with these guys. Um, getting the short bow ready and letting it go and uh, going right for like a nice precise juggler kind of right in here. Just nice. no fucking around. You know, that mean streak in me, like there's no, there's no like, you know, we're not shooting, you know, for the heart. This not, we're just going to go for some nice like, Straight to the throat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, like something to send a message. Right. Um, right. So, so the entire party is facing these uh, these creatures, and they can see Omar behind doing something with a bow and kind of point back. And then all of a sudden, what everybody sees is this arrow just burst through the thing's throat, just right. stick out, and you see this blood kind of just start oozing out of its mouth no, and staining like... staining the white fur as it kind of like. <laughs> Blood just pours down its throat uh, and then just collapses. What? Nice. The snow. Yeah. Perfect. Huh. I like the way Omar said that. I was kind of like, so I'm elevated. So I was inverted. So we, <laughs> so we like gave him the bird. <laughs> <laughs> right before it came out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's a top Gun throwback. Sorry. I'm really uh, sorry. That, yeah, it was a uh, longest. Like yeah. So we were like inverted. Uh, what were you doing 10 feet away? <laughs> Communicating. Yeah. <laughs> Was he done? He's uh, done. That one's dead. Yeah, two left. Nice. 
Right. Uh, Yaksa. Do them are out. Do them are out. Um, well, I am going to take my last fireball and uh, drop it in right in between those two and sculpt it around my comrades that are close. And uh, hold on, Ev hold on. Evoker was the word I was looking for. Invocation, yeah. Hold on, hold on. What's the spell word for uh, fireball? Expelliarmus. Lagathos. Lagathos. Yes, I take out a tiny ball of bat guano and I rub it in my hands and I go flagathos and this fireball flies from my hands. That'll do it. All right, here goes. Um, 19 is the save. All right, one, one saved. The other one didn't. Okay. Five and six. Mm -hmm. 18. Ooh, that's good. 12, 22, 25. 43. One less than the last one. Wow. That's Six huge. and fives. Nice. Nice. Uh, 43, is that what you said? Uh, all right. Um, yeah, you're, you're roasting them now. The fireball nice. engulfs them, uh, and you see them kind of like screaming, thrashing, and um, kind of like. So much for taking around. those white coats home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you definitely sullied, sullied a few. Uh, the two outside didn't get burned off, so there's at least two clean belts. And maybe you can mend their fur or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, anything else you access? Nope, that's it. All right, Malagar. Malagar is going to move um, 30 feet straight right, so eastward, back towards the scaffold. Yep, as far as I can go. Sure, and um, two longbow attacks. Uh, am I in advantage here? Well, they're engaged. Engaged with enough of us to fuck us up with the breath weapon yeah. three times. In the True. periphery. Uh, yeah, you're out of their, their, their sight to the left and behind. Okay. Uh, first attack is 25 to hit. Nice. Second attack is 18 to hit. Okay. And these so two hits uh six fourteen plus my eight is twenty two damage piercing are you attacking the same creature or uh, yeah i'll put it in in shot? one in my closest one the most southern one all right how do you want to do this <laughs> no um, <laughs> uh both right in the side of the head, like uh, one nice. to the ear and one to the temple. Gross. Okay, so. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, uh, you, you watch your arrow kind of arc through the sky uh, and just stab right into the side of the head uh, of each creature. Uh, and one of them not being able to handle it uh, very well at all kind of just collapses immediately. You see a little bit of it, like a pink spurt up the other side of his head and it sprays the one next to it, which kind of turns and like in his horror sees his comrade fall. And then just kind of like, ugh. <laughs> just smear some of the blood off, smearing it all over his pelt. Um, all right, that's you. That's, all right, that's the end of my turn. Ad- Adric's going to scream out at this point. He's going to say, he's going to call out. He's going, no, leave one for me. <laughs> you still got to convince your mace to come back to your hand. I know. Um, We're working on that. One problem at a time. Uh, and Esmeralda is like, still okay. Uh, how could she run? Oh, how about, yeah, okay. Uh, so Esmeralda kind of like skates over here. Uh, you see her kind of like misty, sort of like just apparate into view uh, as she drops her invisibility. Um, uh, and then you, you watch as she reaches into her pouch and pulls up that little cocoon and starts crunching it up. Perfect. Um, and then you see this gigantic uh, beast kind of just uh, fizzle into this little, little shape, and you see this like green thing just kind of like, drop into the ground uh, and just poof, into the into the snow. Um, and then you hear <laughs> turn into a frog. And, and then poof, you see this little green thing kind of like burst out of this hole and just kind of sit there on a, on a patch of snow, kind of like looking around. Uh, so now it's a frog. Okay. Uh, and you're out of combat. Uh, frog, frog legs, anyone? There it is. Adric's going to like, he, I don't think he's going to slow down. I think he's going to try to grab his hammer and, and hit the frog. Do it. Okay. Um, so he's going to move forward and he's going to reach and grab the mace and he's going to say, quit fucking around, pick it up, get it in, and then going to try to do a divine strike on this. Uh, uh, or channel divinity if it goes wrong uh, on this frog. So hopefully he can get some sort of so, hit uh, with this thing. So you reach out towards it and it says, you threw me away. Make a persuasion check. I gave you what you wanted. I'm not yet satisfied. Then shut up and get my hand. Uh, this is awesome. Persuasion. <laughs> this is so awesome. Do you guys need therapy? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, they totally do. Hold on. Perception, persuasion, like, charisma. What you need is like a barbecue okay. and so, like lots of meat. Yeah. So I got 14. <laughs> oh, do I get to use bless for that or does that count? How many Back rounds rolls. is that? Who threw that up? Actually, uh, it's not concentrated. He did, yeah. Uh, it was concentration. I haven't broken it. Adric hasn't broken concentration yet. Bless is for attack rolls. Oh, never mind. Okay. 
So right. 14 is what I got. Well, luckily, Mace got 13. <laughs> okay. So it says, fine. And it kind of just rolls over. This is going to be a problem. Okay. It's like, a, like a starfish face now. All right. So I grab it. Line up. Get like a good like two-handed look on this frog. And squish a little fucker. Okay. Much damage I can put into it, right? Roll for damage. All right. So, oh, just straight damage? Okay. Uh, yeah. Or do I have to roll to hit it? I mean. Well, okay, you don't have to roll the attack because you're, you know, I don't think you can get away from here. Yeah, okay. Okay. VA plus four. Uh, that's not bad. Uh, seven uh, and six, 13. Plus, okay. so what happens with the, uh, and the 13, and then I've got, I get to drop in, um, uh, another D eight. Cause I get that, uh, divine ability for, um, what is it thing that the war priests get at level eight? Can't remember. Puberty. Much. <laughs> uh, uh, that's another eight what did i say that's that's not till that's not till level 16 his balls dropped uh, uh so what did i say i had uh i had uh six i had 13 plus eight so that's 20 uh uh 21 how much of that goes from the frog into it I think what's going to happen is it's going to hit zero and then go back into being a Yeti. Yeah. yeah. But it goes across, though. The damage spills over. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Does it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, we're going to find out as I <laughs> carry it in the snow. Um, so what was the total? What was the total? Uh, the total was 20. Okay, so uh, 6 and 3, so uh, 13, 21. Okay. Um, so you, you bring your mace down, poof, punching it into the snow, and poof, it's a Yeti. Okay. <laughs> Smash, smashes up, um, kind of like blasting you back. Uh, I need you to make a, a strength save. Okay. <laughs> Might be good at these. Uh, that is a 22. Uh, Roll a 19. Oh, okay. Um, so instead of being thrown backwards, it just kind of like knocks you down. So this thing just kind of out of nowhere, basically you're sitting on top of this Yeti landmine uh, because you were right on top of it. So you're prone, but, uh, you did definitely do some carryover. uh, Okay. Good news is I'm not done yet. Uh, Okay. Half my movement Uh, to stand back up. And then my bonus action is the war priest where I get to use another weapon attack. So I'm going to hit it one more time with the mace. Uh, 14 plus, uh, plus seven, 20, two, uh, 21. It hits. That hits. Okay. So this is the last bit I get for it. 2d8 plus four. Uh, that's not bad. Uh, 15. 15 yeah. is the damage. Is yeah. that including your, uh, blessed damage? Oh no, I didn't do that. Thank you. Uh, he's a generous God. He is another four, so 19. Okay. How do you want to do this? Oh, yes. Nice. So it pops back up. Uh, so I think 
with a popping back up. I've gone prone. I came up, just dragged the hammer, and then just straight up in between the legs. Just ooh, what? <laughs> the pelvis, nice. Knock the boys up into the throat. Huh. Finish it off that way. Wow. Yeah, so you you sort of happy Gilmore with your mace and swing straight mm -hmm. up, and you you hear the mace as you're swinging up. It said <laughs> until its mouth or where you think its mouth would be is just like straight up in the junk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave it there oh. <laughs> for a second. Don't want to let it on my hand again. I don't want to... um, and and this thing just you, you've got the mace there, kind of like stuck, um, and then it starts shaking, uh, and it kind of just like <clears throat> you see sort of like sparks and little motes of, of uh, sort of like blue light, just kind of <laughs> as if it's oh, sparking. Um, yeah, and. Uh, it, Starts like sizzling around uh, this Yeti's crotch area, and then the thing kind of like starts shaking, it and then just falls back immediately. Um, and as you're holding on to this mace, it's kind of like doing this, and, and this energy is just tugging you around. Um, and you hold it up to your face, and you look at it, and, and the face on the mace is changing, and it's kind of like going from like what looked to be sort of a peaceful, although snarky-looking uh, visage, to something more sinister. And you see this kind of like evil face creep into the, the face of the, the mace and its eyes just go oh, yeah. drawn out and it has bangs that kind of grow out and they're about four inches long and now it's just got this fucking crazy crooked face and uh, the jaws kind of snap open <laughs> and it looks at you and its eyes are just glowing red and it <laughs> says are you ready? <laughs> uh, so Adric's still holding on to this right and at this point he's just like He's, he's a little bit surprised, um, but part of him kind of like, kind of suspected. And it's like, all right, now we can talk. Let's, let's see what we can do. How would you like to kill a vampire? And at that point, I'm going to talk to him about Strahd. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, so what are you going to say? Anyway, so yeah, you need to actually converse with it. Okay, so I'd be like, so, and, and everyone's here still listening? Or I guess I'm not going to be able to sneak off at this point, am I? <laughs> this is, you're, you're literally in the center of everything. Mm. Okay, so in the center of everything, and he's going to say, uh, and he's going to be, he's like, okay. <clears throat> so he's like, I see, you know, I knew there was more. I knew I could feel that you were pulling every time we fought, needing something. I can give you the most righteous kill in the land, the most vile vampire, the most, the one that has kept you trapped in here for years. You can be free once we get, destroy this land and we can part ways afterwards. But before that, I can help you destroy the most dangerous creature in this, in this land. If we work together instead of apart, what do you say? <laughs> if you're lucky, I will use you long after this creature you speak of is destroyed. I may not even take your life, you pathetic mortal. And I might throw you into the deepest, darkest canyon, but not until Strahd is done. Let's work together and make a deal. You can try, and you feel this searing heat burning into the palm of your hand. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so I guess a contest of wills then. Something. 
Yeah, let me so. a few of those. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to be continued. All right. All right. Okay, so um, you are attuned, you're tuned to this weapon already. Yeah. Um, so you don't need to cast identify, but uh, in its malevolent form, jubilant carnage uh, has a, a face that twists into a demonic snarl with exposed fangs, which you saw. You gain plus three bonus to attack and damage rolls with this magic weapon. Because of its otherworldly nature, this weapon deals 3d8 necrotic damage on a hit. However, it must be yielded with two hands in this form, so you're going to lose any uh, shield bonus to your armor class. Okay. Uh, the weapon has five charges when you hit with an attack, and so it doesn't do any of the healing shit anymore. Right. Uh, when you hit with an attack... <laughs> it's so past healing. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's, now it's mad, it just wants to kill. Right. When you hit with an attack using Jubilant Carnage, you can spend a charge to deal 2d8 additional necrotic, mm-hmm. uh, and you regain hit points equal to half of that result, just the 2d8. Okay. Mm. A bit of here. Mm. there. Uh, right. It re- regains 1d4 plus 1 charges daily at dawn. Uh, and once per day, as an action, you can cast Destructive Wave at 5th level with this weapon. Nice. Be nice. What, what can you cast? Destructive, Destructive Wave. wave. Destructive so, wave. like a wall of force that just blows everything back. Oh. So, nice. that'll be good. It gives us some space. It gives us some space. Unfortunately, it's a little tiny bit evil. But you know we're working with evil, right? You know it's not so bad now. So it's just it's all how you sell it. <laughs> so yeah, so I think Adric's gonna like relay this because he's gonna be like, you know, this is all gonna be like, you know, coming into his mind, and you know, he's, you know, as he's going and saying, you know, I haven't, uh, we haven't exactly made a deal, but this, this can help us, and we just and need as, to. As Merald is like, oh, we heard it. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you guys now, hear? Yeah. Now they can hear it. Now Everyone they can hear, can hear it. Now. Oh, okay. So that just wasn't wow. for me. Okay. Uh, Sounds like he's well, more on our side. Yeah, meet our uh, meet our newest party member. Yeah, hold up. I, I feel a little more safe uh, <laughs> with the so relationship that you have bonded with him now. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know, yesterday was a different story. Yeah. Today, things are looking see. up. I'm going to uh, stand there um, looking at you while I'm petting Percival in my arms, and I'm going to say, you know, next time the monster gets turned into a frog, you can throw him into the river. Good point. But I really wanted to use the mace. Everything's frozen. That river's just there for decoration. Yeah. Yeah. Next time. Next. What I was thinking was polymorph something into a seahorse and put it into a vial of holy water, which would be kind of cool. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Leave it for a bit. All right. So uh, let's loot these guys. Let's see if there's anything in and around the area. If they had like a nice little stash on the, on the All right. corpse they were eating or something. So Omar could do a check. He's, uh, yeah. He's and then who needs efficiency. healing? We got 10 minutes. I can pop off the last couple spells. I need a beer. Can I go get a beer? Sure. I will aid any investigation check. All right. Oh, I guess I can't do the healing now for everyone to the temporary book points. Oh, well. Uh, win some, lose some. Okay, so I'll do an investigation check. Take a look around. Um, I will aid you in your investigation check. All right. See what we find here. So hang on. 
12 plus plus 10, 22. Um, yeah, so you get an advantage when someone aids you. Yeah. But 22 is good. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, he's got a great investigation as far as one awesome. of his proficiencies. So, but. Yes, I'm just going to roll some dice. Okay. Um, I, I think Yaksa or Turgo can find anything. Or is Yaksa and, sorry, Omar. Omar. Yeah, the two of them. They're, they're usually they both like, have plus 10, right? Yeah. They're good at finding stuff. So. Where's my. Basically, one or the other. Find the freaking heal spell. So Turgo is going to say that was fun and he's going to drink a beer and use the amulet of the drunkard. Okay. To get three plus three plus two is yeah. eight plus two is ten plus four is fourteen. Malagar is going to go to one of those yeti and cut off an ear. Oh. Um, the yeti have uh, apparently quite the uh, tusks let's go harvest hmm. do they really yeah okay so you mutilate these corpses and uh <laughs> before you did that though um omar spent a few minutes kind of uh digging around and uh, noticing that they did in fact have what looked to be like crude leather pouches um kind of strapped to their waist five of the six creatures had these pouches on them um, in three of these pouches, you're able to find uh, 24 gold pieces. Uh, and then in the fourth pouch, you were able to find two uh, what looked to be like um, large rubies um, mm -hmm. with about 100 gold pieces each. Uh, nice. And in the fifth, the fifth one, you found... Um, you find... You find what looks to be a, a, about a baseball-sized lump of some kind of like brown tarry substance, kind of just this like ball of sticky stuff that smells really pungent. Oh, um, then, <laughs> yeah, it's China white. No, uh, <laughs> and then you you also find a couple gemstones, uh, which look to be like little green emeralds uh, with 10 gold pieces each. Uh, yep. And then also a little flint and tinder kit. Uh, and then what looks to be sort of a, a crude um, stone pipe. So you found the junkie. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right. So six characters over the next 20 minutes, because I got to do it twice at a higher level. Um, six characters will take 54 hit points. So if we want to continue on with a short rest after that, you guys can use hit dice as well to, to heal up the rest of it. That definitely puts... Uh, Turgo is only like a, a 10 points shy of being max. Um, Great. Does, any, does anybody else need it? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, Casimir and Esmeralda's, Esmeralda's pretty beat up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all right. You're all right? You didn't get hit? Did right. you say 54? Yeah. But it takes me 20 minutes and two, three level spells. Okay. Esmeralda definitely needs to be healed. Casimir's uh, at 30 hit points, too. Okay. So. Uh, 
but it only needs 35. So. Curve still needs some after all this. Can I so, ask a question? See. Yeah. When we first came to this map, the Yeti were huddled and looking like they were feasting or eating something near the bridge. Can we're we eating a bear? Oh, okay. It was a bear, was it? I'm gonna bear. loot the bear. It fell down the hole. <laughs> oh, okay. Got washed away in the stream. No. Okay. Yeah, they're eating uh, an animal. Which there's still some meat if you guys are hungry. I think we have lots. I don't know. Yeah, somebody killed an elk yesterday, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely yeah, eating through any of the rations that you brought. No, the first is an elk. Didn't he kill something else? It was like some other. Strange, yeah, there's, there's two things animal. he killed. We have like enough meat to last us for sure. like a year. Yeah, I know there's a deer. A couple weeks. Else. A couple weeks. Well, there is seven of you. Don't forget. Yeah. 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 I guess some elk. Like a 200 pound elk for seven people? <laughs> That's a lot of steak. I would feed my kids for like a week. Except one longer, like 800 two, pounds. There's two of them. Elks are 800 pounds. Elks, not 800 pounds. Well, an elk fully dressed is about a thousand. That's not elk. Just... Yeah. Really? Elk's about the size of a moose. So that's like, you know, fully standing. Um, that's, a, that's like a, you know, a five year old kind of, you know, bull. Like large is about a thousand. It's like a cow. Make a nature check. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think considering he's hunted them, he yeah, it's pass on that one. But the meat is the whole thing. This is Barovia, man. This is yeah. Barovia. 19. Everything should be bigger now. <laughs> this elk so, is made of corpses. <laughs> yeah. So I've been sitting on that jubilant carnage since I got it to see what it could do, and like to try to get it to like change over mm -hmm. and become badass. Um, I didn't know it was going to have quite the evil problem to it, but we'll figure that out. I think we can make it make the a deal with it. Problem later. sort of came about when he touched the uh, uh, mm. sarcophagus, right? Yeah, that's this when it went evil and got the spider climb. Mm -hmm. There is a way to like, and I do know this, right? From there, like, there is a way to revert it. Hmm. Pregnant pause. Not, yeah, Colin. Turning, turning a malevolent jubilant carnage back into its benevolent state requires that a raised dead resurrection or true resurrection spell be cast on it at dawn. Right. Question is if I want to do that. But if I was to do that, would that get rid of the curse from the ancient sarcophagus guys, or is that separate? Things <coughs> uh, to ponder. Mm-hmm. Well, those those gifts are fairly irreversible. Mm. Um, right. You know, nothing short of a wish spell is going to undo what the dark powers that have tied in the amber sarcophagus I have right. bestowed upon you. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the only thing I would do next would be like a lore spell on it later on to find out some back history and see if I can, you know, find some common ground with it later. But that's 
that's down the road. It sounds like work. That mm-hmm. does. That's math. Yeah. Be math um, anyway. Yeah. Let's uh, let's uh, gather the horses and get ready to move. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, as we uh, as as we <laughs> get our caravan uh, ready to go. Uh, are we st- well, maybe we'll have this. We have, we have to have a conversation about our uh, our attack procedures. So maybe we'll do this when we when we make camp tonight. Hmm. What time is it? It's ten forty three. Yeah, fortunately, we'll to- I don't have much left in me here. My tank is kind of empty, but I'm gonna grab a, a quick water and then we'll see what we want to do. And like maybe about let's uh, see where we end up so. and have a quick chat before we uh, <laughs> finish the night. Cool. Meaning okay. character wise as well as we, player character. We yeah. are approximately two days out of our destination. Is that right? To the castle? Oh, Colin. All right, I'll be right back. So two two right. days to Valky, because you're gonna go back and go shopping, right? So um if I'm not mistaken, we're midday. So if we 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 have a night and then we have a full day on the road, we have a night and then we're gonna get home. That's correct. Okay, so yes, we'll uh, yes. so let's pack up and we'll go for another like head out. We'll probably move for another four hours, and uh, then set up camp. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. Uh, okay, so we're leaving we... curve behind. Before we go, uh, move on. This. Um, is it true that um, Yeti's tusks have value? Uh, well, that sounds like a question from Aligar. He's from the hills. Um, anything with uh, ivory does have value to um, people who will pay for it. And I, we can well, let's try. Harv- let's harvest those tusks and let's take the skin of the uh, two that weren't burnt. Okay, I can I can certainly try to um, mutilate this body further. So can Turgo. Let's do that. We'll assist. So we'll take the nature survival. Uh, yeah, make an uh, survival. Sure, throw. Uh, that is uh, eleven. All right, so you pull on the horn, and I and I rolled a, Nothing I rolled a sixteen, and I rolled a sixteen. Okay, um, are you gonna cut it off or what? I was just kidding. Yeah, yeah, go. Um, this is to do what to determine whether or not these horns are valuable or to remove them from its head. Uh, well, I, yeah, remove it from its head. Take out my small axe and start uh, chopping away. Okay. Um, yeah, you're you're able to uh, dress. Okay, yeah, okay. So, so using an axe uh, and with that roll, you're able to um, fairly artfully remove uh, the horns. Um, probably would have gotten, you know, a, a more aesthetically pleasing result if you'd use something like a knife or a skinning knife um, and, and using the axe to kind of smash up the skull. So you get the horns out, but the, the rest of the actual skull is damaged. So if you're going to use these for like, I don't know what the purpose is for, but they're, they're 
it's not the most from a from a trophy point of view they're they're kind of banged up not too aesthetically pleasing yeah yeah exactly so but the horns are yeah. intact all right we're all looking right. for horns so you almost want to like magical uh horns but it's harder now to make a cool hat out of them unless you take them to some sort of artisan or something like that oh that would have been a good helmet right of course what was Horn i helmet. thinking so um, these are oh. these creatures are 18 feet tall don't forget so um i was actually i was thinking about this i was like what if you grab the horns uh they're gonna probably be about three or four feet long right so these are pretty big 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 big, big pieces of bone <laughs> turco's like four and a half feet tall with three three foot horns on his helmet <laughs> you see you got like giant krampus horns like they kind of have a curl looking real badass all horn can't, can't turn around in an elevator but he looks awesome <laughs> <laughs> okay let's uh let's got some ivory let's get on the road Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, all right. So uh, yeah, you uh, uh, you spend some time uh, gathering up all your gear and supplies, uh, loading the carts, loading the horses, packing the horses, and getting down on the road and going. Um, as you head off, you look up in the skies, uh, begin sort of clouding in. Um, clouds cover the the sun, um, and it's not bright or sunny uh, like it was in the first few days of your traveling. It's actually a lot like Keith's background, uh, kind of overcast and gray, uh, and almost starting to kind of snow and, and not quite rain, but snow. Right. Um, so the going is dark, but uh, uneventful, and you're able to spend the next uh, you know four or five hours traversing down the road, uh, getting close to the town of Valaki, um, and it is in the late afternoon at this point. Uh, you take your way down the path, come out to what appears to be a clearing, sort of on the side of the, the mountain. Uh, should be a really good place to set up camp uh, and spend the night. That's what you're inclined to do at this point. Yep. Sounds good. Start a fire, make a big, mm -hmm. big dinner with all the meat that we have. Yeah. Um, okay. So in conversation while we're making dinner and setting camp, we're all hanging around fire. Huh. Yaksa being the scholarly uh, war mage of tactical endeavors says gentlemen um we need to uh we need to, we need to talk about our attacks um what does everybody have for range weapons hmm. and what do we have for melee weapons like if we're going to get in a situation where uh we are fighting toe-to-toe -to -toe with people like something as big as that we can't afford to take that much damage. So we need to be able to do damage from afar. So well, some of the shopping that we have to do when we get to um, uh, back to Valaki, we, we know of a, a place that makes specialized weapons for wet bows and stuff. So we're going to go see them. But um, who has what to do from a distance? Like we need to do something to improve our range attack. Malagar's uh, Malagar says I I have um, just a, a a simple long bow, but um, it is reliable. Um, I'm sure there is something that could be better, but uh, 
but it is um my my first round is my advantage it's um my sneak is is where i i am uh, well suited so um if if we can find some uh, better weapons in town then uh I, I i just don't like going to town so you'll have to uh introduce me to who to talk to hmm. should probably get you some sunglasses too <laughs> mind you this uh, is a dark place so you don't usually have a problem uh, um, honestly honestly I, I would take a better weapon than than sunglasses omar you have a short bow yeah short bow rapier uh, and, and you, you definitely have with the magic dagger and your your assassinate first attack and your um sneak attack from afar is where all the damage mm. comes from yeah you get yeah, one attack and you get you go your one, one attack yeah. around right yeah i do have some silver silver arrows um what mm. does um uh edric have for range uh, not much. He has some uh, silver sling bullets and a sling, but it doesn't do much damage. Uh, and then it's just spells from a range, basically guiding guiding bolt and and uh, and that. Well, maybe we can find like a hand crossbow or a short uh, a light crossbow or something like that. Mm -hmm. Can he use those as a war priest? I guess I think so. That was the uh, thing. I can't remember if the priest can use, but no, he's got military weapons. So yeah, he should be should be able to use that. Hand, um, at, hand at the very least, right? Mm -hmm. Hand crossbow. That's yeah. like one d six, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then and, curve uh, just has a short bow. He traded in, um, but no magical arrows for it or anything like that. Mm. So his I'm, his. Strength is getting in close and dealing large damage by weapons um, up close and personal. Mm -hmm. And Turgo uh, has his uh, axes, which is his favorite weapon, right? He can get swing those a bunch of times, but the struggles with the heavy crossbow only getting one shot. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we can find um, some advanced range weapons to uh, help mm -hmm. our attack from afar, besides relying on magic. And what does um, what does uh, uh, Esme have? Uh, she doesn't have any ranged weapons. Definitely need to get her. Something. She's got spells. Mm -hmm. True. I think at this uh, point, Curve would ask. He goes, "Yeah, I've I got into a bit of trouble there because I also thought that Casimir and I were moving alongside on the ground." With cover above, but then I look back and Casimir was going the wrong way. What, what happened there? And he's going to ask him, not intimidating or anything, just wanting to, to know. Sorry, uh, say that again. I was reading an email. Oh, Casimir. Uh, so he was going to say, but he got into, he's going to go over the last fight there. He's going to say, I got in some trouble there. I thought I had backup with Casimir beside me, and then I turned and looked back. He had ran thirty feet the other way. Oh, what, right. what happened there, Casimir? Yeah, Casimir looks up into the sky and says, I don't know if asking about the last episode is going to get you anywhere because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that person doesn't remember a damn thing. Right, all right. <laughs> so then Casimir should stay together in the team 
So, <laughs> and we'll leave it. Casimir definitely he needs says, a, a ranged weapon. You one thing he does say, though, know, it's like, if you, if you would like me to, uh, you know, support from afar, I'm going to need you to step out of the way because I'm not able to sculpt, sculpt spells like others. Mm-hmm. Um, I blast all the way through, guys. Sorry. I think we did the most, uh, uh, the most effective when we were able to divide the group. When we were take our enemies and put them into parcels and, you know, either force wall them or hold the monster or polymorph them or slow them. I think when we were able to pick them off and make one ineffective and we drop the numbers, the rest of us can team up on those and we can call a target and put maximum damage in. Mm-hmm. Focus I agree. Fire. Yeah. I agree. So. And certainly um, uh, beefing up our, our range attacks is going to be a bonus. And then using the magic not to count on those as uh, right. big damage spells, but to buff uh, the rest of the group and or control the battlefield to separate and, and hold some people back. Because if we can use slow or if we can divide them in half or we can hold some of them, then then it allows us to focus on one as opposed to taking yeah. on six at a time. Because when okay. all six jumped on you, that was disastrous. Yeah, was yeah. Disastrous. so curve. Curve will be, yeah, I thought I had, I thought it, it was a simpler fight than it was, but I will hold back um, a few, a few minutes then, or a few rounds before hmm. jumping up close then and uh, give us time to soften them from a distance with, you know, line of sight from, from our um, uh, non-sculpting mages and that. True. Hmm. Yep. And so from, from somewhere far off in the mountains, you hear this booming voice. Um, uh, Stroud will always have a posse now, obviously. <laughs> yeah. You hear this cackle in the mountains. Oh. Who is that? Mm. Yeah, right. That, that doesn't sound good. No. Um, is there any sending message you want us to send? Is there anything we should have designed or made that... Uh, we could send to our teams before we get there so they have a few days jump. I was suggest- thinking of asking for all the diamonds that could be found. And if there was any other spell components that we needed, we could put ahead and mm. say we have good gold if they can take the time to find um, maybe our Raven friends could be on it for us and then it would uh, save Speedy some time things? for us. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, we haven't had much. Uh, I mean, aside from having a friendly place to stay at the Blue Water Inn, yeah. Um, we haven't met many people. I have a, an idea. So obviously our, our goal is to go to town and then stock up and head for these uh, werewolves, given the fact that that might be a place to find some of these crazy dice that uh, would help mm. us with the magical weapon of mm. whatever. Um, but let's spend a couple of days. We'll, we'll get the weapons that we need. Mm. Um, I need some paper and some mm. ink. Um, we could probably pass some of our buff spells but amongst some of the other magic users and top up on, on uh, components. Mm-hmm. You know, like we could spend a day or two to do that and rest and recoup. Sounds I'd good. Also, I'm also really curious to talk to more people in the town, like perhaps the, like the mayor or like has Strahd been around to collect taxes? Like when was the last time you seen them? What kind of forces could we amass from the town? Uh, yeah. to if we're gonna you know make a big attack i don't know right. i'm curious i'm curious 
like we're we're acting solo here we should probably uh um make sure the town knows who we are we come back and they're like who the hell are you and we're like we're saving your life yeah. why the frick are you not letting opening the door well, for us right Ad- adric will probably speak up and, re- and remind everyone the last time we rallied a town uh Strahd jumped time on us and they thought we were gone for months yeah and when we we're right. actually gone for hours so yeah he has all the cards but um the more he knows us sniffing around and what our plans are the more he can get involved and and uh sabotage them so yeah. whoever so we talk whoever we talk to we better make sure we're getting information and not giving it well there's so that and also talking to the mayor um we're not looking for for permission by any means or yeah. he may think this is like his because you know he's the mayor of the town he's got all the, the the power of the town that he may think that it's in his hands to be like you know what i don't grant you permission to do this maybe because he's got to deal with the devil you know what the mean? Take. Yeah. yeah we're, we're just going to bypass that I, i'm thinking we should probably just bypass that if there is something you know crooked going on between them and uh Gotta take matter in our own hands. That's yeah, a really maybe. good point. So yeah. we should definitely keep it on the down low. That's maybe. A good point. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because uh, you know, with, with the officials, uh, yeah. With yeah. Uh, and, and as you say that, this makes total sense because our our best uh, our best plan is probably to uh, get to like, Raven's Loft as in stealth as opposed yeah. to in numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. He may, they may um, alert him, and we don't want that. Yeah, God so, knows we could also yeah. we could also send off rumors that we're planning to go somewhere else. Maybe we figure that we're attention is drawn to the crypts or something, and mm-hmm. or, or we're, we can go ranging for more yeti. Yeah, mm-hmm. something that was like draw them off, and uh, where we're not going at all. So maybe you can send some of those forces that way. We could plant some misinformation to kind of help us. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Just a thought. That's right. awesome. We we we're buying new weapons because we got mm-hmm. our asses kicked by yeah. the Yeti, and uh, we need portions. to go back out and and get more of them. Um, I'm not sure what the capabilities of this uh, <coughs> weapons expert was that we heard about before we were coming this way, but um, I am hoping that he can um. I'm looking for a, a crossbow with a repeater mm. and repeater mechanism and a magazine because I read it in this book that <laughs> Xanathar gave me. <laughs> Fair enough. And maybe he'll have some other cool kick-ass bow components that will uh, um, enhance our range attack. So mm. that's what make, I'm. That's what my fingers are crossed for. Make a history check. Cool. Anybody? <laughs> like I'm good at history. I'm totally there. Aha! At 24. All right. So before you get your hopes too high, uh, recall that you are in Barovia, where there's peasants and nothing but uh, wine until you guys are able to liberate uh, some of the wine. These people were pretty slim pickings. Um, there's a blacksmith. And there is a crooked guy that has potions and uh, kind of magical items and, and stuff like that. So poisons, poisons. I don't, I don't, I don't know if this place is going to be as well stocked as you're hoping. But well, what about you can try? 
Well, we were we were told to go to a place to uh, get crossbows and bows, and that's where we went and got the special bow stuff, like the broadhead arrows and the firecracker arrows. And um, that's a different a... story, man. Wasn't that a different story? No, they're on my sheet. That's where we bought them. On the that wasn't was that Brent's story with the giants? They had all the different kinds of arrows. No. Oh, that was one was for the kids. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, can't remember. That somehow was that. They're right there. Okay. Well, might, might have been another uh, drinking night. <laughs> no, I haven't had my night yet. <laughs> All right, I gotta call it. I'm about to drop. Um, I'll have to look through my notes. It sounds plot. It sounds plausible. Plausible. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a bunch of fun. Uh, sorry, I have uh, railroaded. Yeah, railroaded it with the uh, the mace, but I really wanted to have that thing pop and uh, and get it out in the open because that's going to be that could be a lot of fun. Well, you had yeah. to, right? You had to yeah. gain our trust with it because yeah. none of us were really buying into your yeah. story. You should probably at some point tell us uh, more about what you know about this mace because I had no idea you were trying to make something pop. I yeah. thought you were being like led down the garden path. No, no, no. He gave me, well, I couldn't, you know, it was like under wraps, right? Until this, until it shows its true form. You got to like kind of sit and wait on it. I didn't know for sure, right? My, like I knew, but my character didn't. So I just had to kind of put it down the garden path so I could then finally, you know, show its, show its true form and, and then see what we could do with it from there. Yep. So it's, yeah, it's going to be a, a great wild card. It's like a different character because, you know, who knows what this this thing can do. But I like yep. I like the random. So we'll see. And Brad has six characters to play. Yeah. yeah right. Well, no, he's at least playing the mace. I don't have to think about that. I just have to think about what to say back to it. Yeah. Yeah, All really. Right. <laughs> yeah. right, gentlemen, another great Thursday. Yeah. Right. Thank, Thank you guys. guys. We, live to see, we live to see another day. Yeah. yeah. See, see you in the All chat. Right. <laughs> okay. yeah. Friday. Have a good week. Bye, guys. Yeah. Ciao. Bye.